Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, for me, one of the things that I want to mention is the boys spin off Gen V and it's premiering on September the 29th. I'm very much looking forward to this. Very much so. Gen V, it's going to be good. I reckon it's going to be good. But then I think overall, this film, I think it's not what I expected from the trailers. This film is very much a message about women and men. What Barbie represents in a traditional sense and also in a modern sense like you said like chopping and changing and really kind of sometimes dense and really hard to kind of follow the acting is top-notch Killian Murphy I reckon he'll probably he's definitely going to be nominated Oscar definitely Oscar nom he should probably win it maybe um what <laughs> was that I that wasn't like a, a click yeah I click like a jazz band honestly my clicks that my was kids. flipping <laughs> bone yeah. crunching man <laughs> folks if you're listening if you just tuned in listen to Devour clicking his bones man mm. sounds like tombs mm. from X-Files <laughs> oh my god <laughs> only 90s oh my. people will know about that one when yeah, I say 90s exactly. I don't mean born in the 90s I mean born in the 70s <laughs> be old enough to watch X-Files in the 90s and understand what's going on <laughs> what so listen, folks, uh, you've downloaded an absolutely cracker of an episode. So today, on today's episode, yeah. uh, we've got two massive movies. These are, I mean, um, I'm not sure if you've seen the memes on this, Deval. The, the combining of Barbie and Oppenheimer, the Barbenheimer. Oh the, my gosh, yeah. I've yeah, yeah, seen, yeah, like, yeah. you know, all, yeah, the, yeah. all the shit that's been going on. But yeah, so these two massive movies that we're going to be speaking about uh, later on in the show. So stick around for that one. We've got some streaming stuff that we're going to be speaking about. Obviously, uh, a bit of film news um, and, uh, yeah, trailers and stuff. And then obviously, we've got a hidden gem for you if you've got time. But listen, before all that, Deval, what are you going to do? Mm, it's shout out time i've got a few shout outs gonna whisk through them real quick because we've got a lot to talk about today especially mm. with our main film the first shout out goes to jamie bernadette wow now, jamie bernadette go check her out on instagram uh she's an actress mm. she's been in many movies uh and recently she just uh released uh, a movie uh, that we actually want to talk about we want to watch mm. it and we're saying to you jamie if you are well, you, i know you're listening so I know that you're listening. Come on the show. We talk to you about your new film. It's called The Furnace. Uh, you can just imagine it's going to be hot. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, The Furnace. It looks like a great film. Go check her out. Uh, and yeah, come and speak to us, Jamie. We, we, really, we really want to get you on the show. Oh, we would love that. That would be amazing. Next shout out goes to Vegas Cheers, Natasha. Again, we spoke about you a few, a few weeks ago. Gave you a mm. shout out. You're always on uh, Facebook. You like Facebook, don't you? I know you like Instagram as well. Come on our show. We know you love your movies. So, Vegas, cheers. Come on the show. Do it. Come on. Big shout out to you, though, for for, uh, giving us your love on Facebook. So, yeah. Next shout out goes to Ciel Noir 3. We can talk about her every week. You literally can. Oh, man. We we think, you know, maybe everyone is sick of hearing us saying certain (laughs) people's names all the time, you know. (laughs) But no, certain people need to be said. You know, exactly. is always showing us love on Instagram, always uh, doing like stories for us because we can't do them for ourselves. No, we can't do them for we're shit. We're old and we're dinosaurs. <laughs> Don't know how to Clicking. do it. 
We're creaking bones, man. That's what we like, do. Go check out her page, though. Uh, it's full of inspiration, health, uh, wellness, uh, music, fun, and all that kind of stuff. Great personality. Mm. Uh, and yeah, go check her out. Ciel Noir 3 on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and YouTube as well. Yeah. And last shout out today goes to the Industry Tea. Industry Tea is a new organization that likes to get people together uh, within different uh, respective, you know, industries, whether it's media or, you know, so singing, acting, whatever it may be. And they get together and they support each other in elevating each other to succeed in those industries. So oh, wicked. really great, you know, really that's, great thing. Really great amazing. idea. Yeah. So and go check out. Yep. A, a cup of tea over a tea. Over a cup of tea. You know, over a cup of tea as well. It's um, like our tea, don't we? Go listen, check out the industry that tea. Is, uh, that's so underscore. true, man. Getting support, mm. man. Like, you know, everyone needs a bit of help. Exactly. We all need don't a care bit who help, you man. are. We need all a need a bit of help. Exactly. All right. Okay. Here let's get into movie news, Devaldo. And um, yep. I put this up on there, kind of San Diego Comic Con news. Now, listen, normally in any other year, right, this would probably be really big. But because of the the writer strike that's going on, the SAG after writer strike, there yep. isn't um, pro- possibly like kind of like not m- not as much as stuff that we would have liked. But apparently, Devaldo, there's so many things that just came out of it. They did a lot of kind of teaser trailers. They kind of did announcements. And for me, one of the things that I want to mention is the boys spin-off Gen V was announced and it's premiering on September the 29th on Prime Video. Now there's a little poster going on over there and it looks pretty cool. Someone standing there under the letter V. There's a Homelander yeah. statue. Um, so this is going to be amazing. And it's been a while since Homelanders or anything, uh, you know, Homelander-esque has been yep. on our screens, Devado. But yeah, are you looking forward to this? I'm very much looking forward to this. Very much so. Mm. Gen V going to be good i reckon it's going to be good yeah so yeah i'm looking forward to it september only a couple of months away at the time we're recording this but uh just imagine what we see with the boys but younger version of people maybe even less in control of their emotions mm. perhaps doing all kinds of crazy shit yeah that's gonna be, can't wait that's gonna be great and listen look just a few actually yeah a week before that they also announced that san diego comic-con um the John Wick prequel spin-off series, The Continental, is going to see the first mm. episode debut on September the 22nd. So um, it's okay. a three-part series, Devel. It's only a three-parter. Oh, okay. okay. So basically a movie split into Movies, three Movies, right? Probably an hour long, hour and yeah. ten maybe long episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So they're going to release weekly with episode two airing on September the 29th and the final part out on October the 6th. So not too long. Uh, and at, if you were there at Comic-Con, you would have got kind of this sneak preview. Um, you know, it's kind of like the younger years of, of Winston played by an actor called Colin Woodall. I've not seen this guy. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we're... we're kind of going to see exactly what you know what this is all about so i wonder though if um this then leads off into other kind of little spin-offs to because it's only a three-parter you know i reckon it probably well we've got the continent we've got the ballerina as well isn't it yes ballerina and i'm pretty sure they'll open it up and you know have uh, a break dancer as well you know someone actually breaks people down yep <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Come and thick and fast. They come and thick and fast for you, folks. There'll be more. There'll be more. There'll be more. There'll be more. Listen, um, check this out. So they also uh, showed the full trailer for The Walking Dead. Check this out. The Walking Dead, semicolon, Daryl Dixon. That's what it's called. Daryl what? (laughs) (laughs) What's his name? Daryl Dixon. (laughs) Daryl Dixon. Literally, it's called The Walking Dead. Semicolon okay. Daryl Dixon. They've just gone with his name, Daryl Dixon. It's going to be about him, basically. Yeah, basically I mean, him. Given so... us his full government name. Yeah, all right. <laughs> his social security numbers on there. But listen, so listen. Uh, so it was a big day. Uh, so fans of the Walking Dead universe, they got to kind of see that. So it's a it's a teaser trailer, um, mm-hmm. and also not only that, they also did the Rick and Michonne spin-off, The Walking Dead: The Ones yeah. Who Live. So um, that was cool. that's what it's called. So the ones who live. Oh. So we're going off on these di- different directions. So we've got Dead City or is it New York City? I can't remember. That's just finished, which Deval, you and I, we've got to watch this. It's only yeah. a six episode thing. Yeah. Um, so we're going to watch that. We've got the Daryl Dixon thing coming out. And then we've got the Michonne and uh, what's his name again? Um, Rick. Rick. Yeah. Rick and Michonne. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of kind of Walking Dead stuff happening uh, at San Diego Comic Con. But yeah, man, I mean, what did you make of it? The low, it was low key, I reckon. You know what? I haven't seen much of it, you know, to be honest, mm. because I know the, the, the strike was happening. I didn't actually focus a lot of energy in it, and I should have. I apologize, but yeah, from what you're saying so far, that news uh, is probably news that wouldn't have been frontline center. I reckon. Yeah the strike wasn't going ahead so we're getting so i guess the walking dead why aren't they striking then well i don't know yeah but, uh, I, don't, I don't i don't think any of them were actively kind of like promoting it mm. they're like listen it, this is coming soon basically and maybe some exec was probably there or something but uh, yeah. in terms of kind of the actors i don't think any of the actors were there okay okay yeah well you know what the walking dead is me is too it's, it was dead a while ago <laughs> They're making money. They're bringing out so much, and yeah. that's why. I mean, that's why maybe what you just said doesn't really excite me that much. Mm. Even though I'm interested, I'm probably intrigued. Yeah, I'm not excited like I am for like Gen V or something like that. Mm. Mm. No, no, exactly. Gen V. I mean, we're going to be all over that. But I mean, yeah, go check it out. It's 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 probably all over now uh, by the time where this one comes all out because we're doing this on a Sunday. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in all that sort of stuff, go check it out. Now, other news, we know that kind of games and the film and TV industry are merging. There's going to be lots of stuff coming out over the next kind of year, couple of years, five years, whatever. But Deval, you've got something new for us. Tell us about this. Yeah, so I, don't know if you, you play, I know you play games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, Fortnite used, is massive. Well, you used to, yeah. Fortnite's a massive game. Fortnite's one of those sort of new age games. When did it come out? It came out maybe was it 10 years ago, maybe yeah. less, but... Uh, it's one of those games you can download for free yeah. and uh, you can buy extra skins, which is like character clothing and stuff like that. And, and you can buy extra equipment. You can buy uh, guns. You can buy all kinds of shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's something that a lot of kids have really been playing for, for years now. And it's just a really, really popular game. It's open world. It's you get your guns, you shoot people, all that kind of stuff, and you yep. work in teams. That's Fortnite. But basically, the news is the director of Fast 10 is interested in making a film about Fortnite. The, di- the director is called Louis Leterrier. Yeah, yeah, I can see this happening, so, man. Yeah. Do you know what? Another thing I want to mention Fortnite, you know, Fortnite's been out 
I think about, yeah, so maybe 10, 12 years. Uh, so in, well, 13 years, actually. But in 2010, the share price for Fortnite, guess how much it was? In 2010? Yeah. Like, 2010 when it opened. Like $1.50. Oh my gosh. You're nearly spot on. It was $1.69. Really? $1. Oh, oh shit. $1.69. And now, and now, now, now it's actually all time high. Shit. So now it's $78. Damn. So imagine. So yeah. So imagine people that bought the shares but way back then and, and what it is now. This Millionaires. Gaming is money. Money, money, money. So if they're making films from games, yeah. imagine the audience that they've already got that's going yep. to come to the cinema. So you oh, figure it man. out. Oh, man. Yeah, brilliant. That one's really... And it kind of makes sense, right? Fortnite, kind of this uh, ready... Like, you know, um, what are they called? Um, First-person shoot them. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, like, you know, I'm pretty sure they, they'll come up with... They'll give the fans what they want. So, yeah, so we'll... We'll kind of keep you posted on that when that comes out. We will let you know. But this, Deval, I really wanted to ask you this. Yeah, what's going on with this? So uh, Jamie Foxx was in the news a couple of months ago. Um, something happened. There was kind of like a yeah. medical scare or something, but he's back now. So what's going on? Yeah, he's back as in uh, he's literally back uh, <laughs> in the public space. And uh, you're right. He did have a scare. There were so many rumors around saying that he had a heart attack, a stroke, yeah. a this, a that. He collapsed. We don't actually fully know yet, but what he did say in, in the Instagram post was that he's back, he's feeling well. Mm. He thanked God for like big, literally, you know, all the prayers and you know, thank God for yeah. saving his life. He said his daughter and his, I think, assistant uh, were key in saving his life. I'm not sure what that means, but you know, he's, he was being looked after. He was in hospital with all tubes coming in and out of him. Said that he's been quiet up until now because he didn't want people to see him in that way. Uh, but now he's sort of back and he's ready to work. He said he's ready to go. So it, it seemed like the rumours obviously were semi-true. Something really serious happened to him. But mm. the good news is he's back and he's he's feeling well enough to get back to work and do what you know he does best. So, yeah, so it's good to hear that he's back. Whatever happened to mm. him, be behind him, you know? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure at some point he'll... You know, if he's up and running again and he's up and about, you yeah. know, he'll be interviewed and there'll be questions and we'll, we'll, we'll obviously find out. Um, yeah. Just on that, before we kind of move on to the next bit, Jeremy Renner, do you remember he had this that accident yeah. recently as well? Yes. And yeah. we didn't mention this when we spoke about Mission Impossible mm. because he was absent from Mission Impossible. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, because he's meant to be part of the team, isn't it? Yes. And they didn't but, explain that away. No, but hold on a second. No. Was he in the one before? I'm he pretty sure there. he was. Yeah, in in number six. The one with no, Henry he Cavill. Oh, no, no he, he wasn't. wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, no. It was just, no, he wasn't. It was, uh, oh. hey, it was uh, Ferguson. Rhymes, Ferguson. No, he wasn't in it. No. Damn. No, oh, I'm, right. Okay, he my was bad. Two before that, I think it was, yeah. I know he was definitely in yeah. f f four and five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he wasn't. And he was in number three, I think. Um, all right. Okay. So, yeah, moving on. Let's do this then. Let's do new on streaming. So, listen, I didn't, you know what? I really wanted to watch this. I just didn't have the time this week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This was released out on, uh, I think it was on Friday. But this yeah. is, we've spoken about this. And look, we've already mentioned Jamie Foxx. This is a movie starring Jamie Foxx. Uh, this is They Cloned Tyrone, which is this yeah. kind of sci-fi action thriller comedy 
I'm, yeah, I'm assuming we, we spoke about this months and months and months and months ago, but, um, yeah, John Boyega, uh, who else is in this? Jamie Foxx. And I can't Jamie remember Fox. who else is in this. Kayuna Paris, who's going to mm, be in the Marvels. Who's going to be in the Marvels. Uh, yeah. As well. Aoife Sutherland is in it as well. Okay. So this was a weird one. This one looks like a comedy action, sci-fi, like just a whole, it's literally could be seen as like an American version of uh attack the block of some sort <laughs> yeah you know? but uh but yeah this one i'm gonna watch it as well i haven't seen it yet but this one's on yeah. this one i'm on imdb it's saying it's 6.7 so it's gonna okay. be sort of, you know mid levels two hours so yeah it's worth a watch over the weekend you know chill out on a sunday friday evening or something like that and mm. give this one a watch and let us give it yeah exactly yeah yeah mm. we'll do that and we'll bring you a review on that one now this other one i've heard about it i haven't seen it yet but this is on paramount plus and uh, this one stars zoe zeldana right that's right yeah yeah tell us about this yeah, this one is called special ops lionesses mm. this one is basically that it's on paramount plus and we i know we don't like you mentioned we don't really talk about many things on uh paramount plus but this one, it looks like a, what can I say it looks like? You know what it reminds me of? I don't think it's even going to be like it, but it kind of reminds me of, you know, the one that, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Star-Lord, you know Star-Lord? You know? Oh, I'm thinking yes. of the, the Jurassic Park. The Jurassic Park yeah, was always, you know? yeah, yeah. What's the the Tomorrow that? War. No, not that one. The one on Amazon that was really good oh, where he was a special yes. guy. Yeah, and I he, know what. He, he, yes, he was a special ops guy, and he had to go in, and he there was some sort of conspiracy. Yes. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. So, it, look, so it's now. like I've that. I've got to find out. I've got to find out. What's his What's his real name again? His name is uh, uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. That's right. Chris Pratt. Special ops. Uh, special ops. Yeah. Movie. But uh, yeah, this one basically looks like that. Okay. This one looks like that. It basically looks like a. Uh, like some sort of special ops team, uh, and you know, I mean, I'm assuming all female, right? That's what I think it is. Yeah, it's like an all female team, uh, and they got shit to sort out. They got guns, <laughs> and they're not messing around, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that's basically yeah. what's going on here. So the cast of this one is uh, Zoe Saldana. You got Nicole Kidman, uh, oh. Morgan Morgan Freeman's in it. Is uh, it okay? Uh, Alicia Diolaviera is in it as well. Uh, you got Michael Kelly, uh, who we saw in House of Cards, as well as uh, Man of Steel. Mm. Uh, you know, Doug in, my, in House of Cards. So yeah, this one, yeah. this one looks like a, a serious, a serious thing. Yeah, like, you know, Zoe Saldana, Colombiana. Oh know, man, she's she's, she's gangster. So, yeah, exactly. The Will Spy list. Thriller. Yeah, Will Spy Thriller. So worth a watch on yeah. Paramount Plus if you got it. Uh, the terminal list, by the way, that was uh, on terminal Amazon. List. Thank you. The That's terminal really list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting stuff. All right. Okay. So that's kind of the the uh, lionesses. Um, so go check that out, and that'll be coming out on Paramount Plus. Yep. Now uh, let's get on to trailers. Uh, I've only seen one of these trailers, but, uh, so you can fill in the blanks for me. So this one is no filter. So devout. Let us know what this one is. Is this a comedy or something? Mm, this one is not a ah, okay. This is a horror. Mm. This is a horror. <laughs> no <laughs> filter. <laughs> so no filter. When I say no filter to you, what do you think of? Like you know, any anything that comes out your mouth will just go. Like you know, no oh. thinking behind it. No filter. You see, you see, and it's a generational thing. You know, <laughs> the old people like us. 
that's what we'll say. No filter, like how you communicate. Yeah. But ask a younger person, no filter. What does it mean to them? Oh, shit. Mate, you tell me. <laughs> you know your phones, pictures, oh, no filter. The, the people say pictures are filter oh. or no filter. Do you know what no, I mean? It's no, like, the... yeah. Damn, I didn't even That's think that way. Oh, you shit. Because you're old. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, so no filter for a horror film uh, where people are you know, taking pictures with their phones and stuff mm. like that. I don't, I don't know what's going on. It reminds me of Smile. Like people <laughs> basically... The tagline is, uh, what you see on your phone is the other you or something like that. Something like oh. that. But the other, there's, there's two versions of them. One is good and one is not good. And oh. like when they, when they look through their phone, the not good version <laughs> does stuff. And it's just, oh, shit. Like, what you see is mad. The faces are just like, I think one of them's cutting themselves and it's happening to the other one. It's, it's mad. Uh. Devour. If one yeah. thing, if you watch this video, if you watch this episode like on YouTube, you'll see what Devour does. He can do unhinged when he does that little yeah. robotic moves. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, so what is this? So what are we? Is this streaming or is this cinema release? This is cinema. Cinema. Yeah. Okay. Cinema. Yeah. Cinema. So this is coming out uh, 2023. When is this coming out? This is coming out. Ooh, uh, I think it's September. I want to say. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, that's mad! What would life now. look like without a filter? Um, yeah. Interesting, interesting. We'll let you know when that one comes out. Uh, now the other one, there's a big one here, obviously. Um, so this is the Marvels, and um, I remember, um, you know, we were kind of when Ms. Marvel came out. Uh, you know, I gotta say, it was it, I wasn't impressed. It was a bit mm. of a letdown. There was just so many things about that show, which was like, oh, right, okay. It's just kind of generic and, you know, maybe Disney just churning stuff out and everything. This one is very energetic. It's peppy. It's like, you know, we're in this universe. We're in that universe. There's kind of, you know, the Krees, the Skrulls, maybe. We've got a really decent villain, I think, maybe. Uh, Zoe Ashton, who's married to or going to get married to um, Tom Hiddleston, a.k.a. Loki. Who is it? Yeah, so oh. they're, 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 they're kind of like a partner. And um, it's going to be comedy, like, you know, there's going to be all of that sort of stuff. But I guess, Deval, it is the joining up of these three powerful women, right? So we've got uh, Captain Marvel, we've got uh, Photon. Is it Photon? Is she actually called Photon or not? I, I don't think I can't she's even been remember. officially called it, but I think that's what she's in the comics. Yeah, yeah and then we've got Ms. Marvel. Uh, and then there's kind of this change of um, their powers, right? So they're all kind of shifting and swapping bodies and things and whatnot. But yeah, what do you make of the, the trailer? I mean, we're going to go and watch it, yeah. right? Yeah, we're going to watch it. Yeah, this, this trailer looks better than the last one, I'll mm. say. So it gives it a better idea as to what it's about and what's happening. And also the enemy that they're going to be fighting. And just the, the fact that this one's going to be, this one's going to look a lot space, a lot more space-based than I, yeah. I thought. So this is, this is looking like a real space adventure, mm. you know, uh, but I think it's going to still be light. Uh, I don't think the enemy is going to be much of a challenge. Uh, and I think, I think, again, I think it's going to, you know, rank sort of mid-tier in how, maybe even mid to low tier of Marvel films yeah. at the moment. They're not doing so well, but yeah, it looks like it could be fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just not expecting too much for this one. I just don't. Mm. Yeah, I'm just not. Ah. I know it sounds negative, but I'm just being no, real. I know, you know, mate. Real, either way. 
Mate, you're Wait. not the only one. So many people exact saying exactly the same thing to the point where even uh, Robert Downey Jr. was being interviewed recently and oh. someone uh, posed the, said the question, oh, well, what do you think of the state of Marvel movies at the moment and, mm. you know, Marvel? And even he turned around and had to say, I think people are getting bored of them. Is it? Yes. So you oh. think about his whole 10-year shift and yeah. he left he on the high point. The right thing, man. He left at the right time on the high. You yes. leave on the high, then you are immortalized. <laughs> you are, like, you can, you're just Nothing there. Nothing can touch him. Nothing, untouchable. Yeah. Mm. So I, I, I think someone like that, I don't think will return uh, to the MCU, especially now with the state that it's in and stuff like that. But anyway, we'll get on to uh, Robert Downey Jr. And, uh, and we'll speak about him uh, a bit later on. But uh, yeah, so after that, we have One Piece. Now, okay, this, what is this, another horror, comedy, Deval, what are we? Uh, it's chicken and chips. Like, you know, when you go to the chicken and chips <laughs> and say, huh? what do you want? Two piece chicken and chips? You say, no, one piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Now, this is a manga. Uh, this is like oh. a manga. Yeah, so oh, this we is... we haven't seen that in a while. Uh, this is... I've never watched it, but I think my, my, my nephew used to watch this, but mm. One Piece is like a action-adventure manga story based in a, a crazy world where sort of anything goes and there's like uh, I don't know it's not futuristic it's kind of like I don't know what time frame it is but there's different clans there's pirates there's this there's that it's a bit like pirates of the pirates of the Caribbeans you know mixed with I don't know uh, mixed with something like Indiana Jones mixed okay. with okay uh, Assassin's Creed, it's all kinds of stuff, but it's also manga, so the, the fight moves are crazy, it's jumping around, mad, yeah. this and that. Like, this guy is doing like a thousand punches, got a thousand <laughs> fists coming out. So it's mad, but this is straight, this is ripped straight from the manga series, and it's coming on Netflix. It's going to be a series. Okay. Is it going to be a series? I think it's going to be a series on Netflix, yeah. So it's looking like it could be an interesting one. Diverse mm. cast. Uh, and for people that watch the animation and, and know that, and, and maybe you know read the mangas, I think they they might like it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. If you, if we'll you do like this on, on the in the original form, let us know what you think of this when it comes out, because only you mm. know best how they've actually translated it on screen. Yeah, I wish they would bring uh, Fist of the North Star on streaming on Netflix, man. I just was supposed to. Taika yeah. was supposed to do do that, and someone else as well. Yeah. But uh, who knows, man? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, I'd love to see that again. Uh, all right, okay, so let's move on now. Uh, we've got, um, what are we doing? An anniversary Corner. Mm. Anniversary Corner from 2008. This is The Hurt Locker yep. starring Jeremy Renner. And we spoke about Jeremy Renner. This is his kind of, I think, was it? up. Everything yes. links. I know. And this was the movie, don't you reckon, Deval, this was the movie that kind of yeah. put him on kind of like, you know, that, you know, a mm. bigger stage because obviously the movie went on, went on to win, uh, I know Catherine Bigelow, she won the Oscar, the first female, uh, f yeah, the, yeah, the first Oscar female winner. Yeah. Oscar winner. Yeah. Got for crazy film. as it sounds. For film, for yeah. film, yeah. For film. Uh, as, as best director, Jeremy mm. Renner, I think he was kind of nominated and everything and this kind of claustrophobic. McKinney was in it. Is it Anthony McKinney? Anthony Mackie was in it <laughs> as well. Anthony McKinney. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony McKinney. Yeah. So kind of a lot of good, great, you know, great yeah. actors come out of that and, you know, this kind of, 
uh, I remember watching it feeling like, oh my God, this is so claustrophobic and the job of the bomb disposal expert and what they do and how they do it. It was, uh, yeah, it's a really, really good movie, but I can't believe, man, 15 years already. Damn. Yeah. And one of the reasons we chose this one is because one of our main films, Oppenheimer, mm. was talking about making a bomb and exploding yes. a bomb. This one is the opposite, about diffusing bombs. So <laughs> there was a subtle link there. And it also there is. is around, you know, warfare and how, you know, humankind, you know, we go from, you know, from the, the, the primitive stages of, you know, throwing stones at each other, slingshots, mm. uh, and other forms of weapons to guns, knives. And then we go to the, the worst of all kinds, you know, big bombs. So, oh, gosh, yeah. You know, this is just the evidence of what humans are like. So, yeah. But yeah, good film. Good film. Go check it out. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, seriously, go check it out. Really great cast list in there as well. Um, all right, let's do, Deval. Let's get into our film reviews now. Before we get into Oppenheimer, so you, I didn't get a chance to watch this, so you're going to have to speak about this one. But, I mean, there's a lot of kind of hype surrounding this movie. Uh, I know a lot of the actors, they came over... Uh, obviously to Australia to promote it and everything. So it was really, really big news. And obviously because Margot Robbie, she is Australian. So there's this kind of you know inbuilt audience, you know, over here for a movie like that. And obviously Ryan Gosling. So Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling and a whole host of other actors. But this is Barbie. And um, yeah, so interesting to get your take on it. So Deval, yeah, take it away, man. Yeah, so I think we, we, we actually spoke about this quite a while ago when we mm. heard Margot Robbie was going to be Barbie. And uh, she was going to also have a production company be part of producing this film as well. Uh, I think originally, years ago, someone uh, else was supposed to be Barbie, uh, mm. Catwoman. Mm. Uh, what's her name again? Catwoman from The Dark Knight uh, Rises. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, th the name's going to come to us. No, we always do this with her. <laughs> you know, one day, Shit. she's going to listen to the podcast and she's going to know like, always somehow her, guys her name. Don't know my name runs out of our mind but anyway yeah so she was supposed to uh be her and then you know margot robbie uh ended up being Barbie, stepped in but, yeah yeah so this one yeah so this i'll quickly just run through. i'm not gonna talk about this yeah. too long i've got a, maybe four minutes tops but this is barbie uh and hathaway and hathaway there you go and you got it and hathaway directed by greta gerwig produced uh, co-produced by uh margot robbie uh stars ryan gosling as well Issa Rae, uh, you got a whole, a whole host of stars. You got Alexandra mm. Ship, uh, who we saw as Storm. You got Emma Mackey. You got uh, uh, did who else? You got Dua Lipa's in this as well. Is it? Uh, you got wow. Simu Liu plays Ken as well. You got a bunch of Kens. You got Kingsley Ben Adair, who we're seeing in uh, Secret um, Invasion. Yep. Be Bob Marley as well. You got Nkuti Gatwa, who's going to be the next Doctor. The Doctor, Doctor who? who? John Cena shows up. Michael Sarah's in it. America Ferreira's in it. Uh, Ugly Ooh. Betty, you got Rhea yeah. Perlman's in it, who I think is Ron Perlman's daughter, Helen Mirren's in it, Will Ferrell's in it. You've got a whole bunch of people. They didn't invite me, but you know, <laughs> they've, got, they've got a lot of people in this film. The story is basically that, you know, Barbie is in the Barbie world. Everything's perfect. She's, you know, perfect. Everyone's perfect. Yeah. It's all going great. And bit by bit, she starts to become, she, can't, she, she starts to realize things aren't so great. Mm. She starts to get cellulite. And her feet, <laughs> her feet start to go flat because you know, all Barbie dolls have feet like this. Yeah. Her feet go flat. She's like, oh, what's going on? And then she realizes she has to go to the real world because someone in the real world playing with her duck but Barbie doll oh. and doing the wrong thing with it. So it's affecting her in Barbie land. 
So okay. long story short, she goes there, Ken tags, tags along, she goes to the real world, finds out who it is, and she has to help them to basically, you know, realize what they're doing is affecting her. So, mm. so she goes, she does that, she comes back to Barbie world, things aren't the same. While they're in Barbie world, sorry, while they go to the real world, Ken realizes that the real world loves men because in Barbie world, Ken is just an accessory. Right, Ken right, right, right. Any, all the Kens don't get anything. They, they can't decide on anything. They don't do any jobs. All the jobs are done by women. Like the president, everything, brick, <laughs> bricklayers, every job is a woman. Is a woman. Yeah. Ken doesn't do anything. Accessory. He goes to the real world and then he realizes as a man, he's got more power. Right. And he sees other men in power and he sees, he's like, shit, I want this. So he brings back the Barbie world. <laughs> and him and Barbie come back. He brings back the idea of, what's that word they always talk about when it comes to male domination in the world? Uh, Machoism? No. No, there's like a political name for it. Oh, it's gone up my Oh, mind. shit. Uh, it'll come to me. But basically, yeah. he, brings back, he brings back this way of thinking and this yeah. way of running the society. Hate the... Begins with a P. Pa- pa- oh, pa- uh, patriarchy. Patriarchy. Sorry, yeah, patriarchy. Yeah. So he brings back patriarchy. Right. <laughs> and then Barbie world goes crazy, and then now Barbie has got to try and deal with that, and it's just a madness. It's mad. Yeah. But right, the film. This film isn't just for kids, though. This film, there's lots of messaging that happens in right. this film. There's, there's like little secret, clever, you know, nods to the Matrix when Barbie's got a moment where she's got a pick. Whether she stays in Barbie world or goes to the real world. Oh, Near the Matrix, the red, red and blue, red blue pill. Yeah. That happens. There's a moment in the film where Barbie's crying and she's saying, Oh, things are not right. Oh, my, my, I've got cellulite. I've got this and that. Oh, my gosh. And, and then the narrator stops and says, Well, you know, this would have landed much better if we didn't pick Margot Robbie to be Barbie because look at her. <laughs> you know? And she's complaining. Kind of breaking the fourth wall type of exactly thing. Exactly, kind of thing. Yeah. So there's a few yeah. moments where. The film is kind of clever, and it, but mm. then I think overall, this film, I think it's not what I expected from the trailers. This okay. film is very much a message about women and men. Right. What Barbie represents in a traditional sense and also in a modern sense, and what men, set, what men represent in a modern sense, which isn't right. far from the traditional back in the day. But they, they, there's lots of hits at men. There's lots of digs at men. There's digs, yeah, of, yeah. Like, lots of it and it's like there's a lot of it you know there's just a lot of it and it gets to a stage where you know things are sort of wrapped up nicely and things like that and then things go back to the way they were ben ben ken's are still accessories right you think to yourself hold on a second if we're meant to learn anything here and be more you know if if we're meant to inclusive yeah kind of thing then at least let some of the ken's have some jobs too yeah, uh, but it's not it's not really the case, and it, things go back to the way they were. So it's not a massive thing. It's just little nitpicky things that you can look at and think mm, it's very, very much like hate men. Right. But at the same time, obviously, I know you know I can't speak for women, but women that have gone through stuff in the, you know through the years and yeah, yeah, of course, uh, you know, have fought all these battles to get here. They probably will get more from it than a man would in this film. Though right. as a man, you can understand and see. Uh, some of the messaging in the film, but it's just sometimes, you know, these days the message is sometimes overshrouded in that enjoyment. Right, right, well, right, right, right. I mean, it kind of done, done that a little bit. I still enjoyed it. It was, yeah. I still, when I say enjoyed it, I enjoyed it to an extent. I don't think it was great, 
Okay. I again, I just found it kind of interesting, and some some parts were actually really funny. Yeah. But, yeah. And then, it so is, so it's definitely not uh, like for kids, though, right? This one is no, it for kids or not? not you, you know, so you can't take younger know, people. Man. You can, and they'll like the lights and the shininess, the pink and la la la. But this is an adult film, man. <laughs> so the it's themes are like, yeah. like gender identity and all that sort of Ooh. stuff. So how's like kids, they're not going to get that stuff, are they? They're not. Or are they? No, they're not because they haven't experienced it. The kid, yeah. kid, kids haven't experienced that yet, I hope. Yeah. And they won't understand it. I will, I will say one, one thing. Margot Robbie, gangster, at yeah. playing any role. Yeah, she's as really as good. One. Yeah. Gangster. Uh, Ryan Gosling, if that is his real body and it had no editing, gangster. His body is it? Because he's in his forties, man. His body in this is ridiculous because his shirt is off most of the time. Yeah, his body is ridiculous. (laughs) Oh shit! All the Kens are, but his especially. Yeah, yeah. And they're saying that he uh, obviously, like Margot Robbie's getting a lot of applaud for obviously the acting and everything like that. But they're also saying that Ryan, whatever whatever scene that Ryan Gosling is in, he's kind of steals. He's He's yeah, he's funny and he steals the show. And this there's talk about him having like kind of like a spin off or something. I don't think he should. I don't think he should. He should leave it alone. But yeah, he does. They both. They know they all do well. All the performances. I can't. I can't. Even though I said there's some negative things about it, it's nothing to do with the performances. I think it's more the message, but the performances all all together, mm. can't, can't fault it, man. Yeah. Is it? All right. Okay. Because, yeah, yeah, man, look, look, listen, I had this thing, right, where, look, Barbie, Oppenheimer, they mm. were out and I was like, right, listen, out of the two, I'm I'm <laughs> feeling more of a pull to Oppenheimer. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I probably, yeah. If, so are you saying that? So is it definitely, is it worth watching in the cinema, this one, Barbie? No, you can wait for <laughs> it to come out on HBO Max. Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. All right, that's what I'll do. And that leads us nicely into, um, yeah, the, the the big movie that obviously we're going to be speaking about. I want to say big because big in so many different levels, this movie is big. Um, and Deval, what did you know about Oppenheimer before going into this movie? So for me, I did a bit of research before. Mm. I watched a few YouTube videos about Oppenheimer, uh, Robert Oppenheimer, his upbringing, uh, who he was and, you know, what, sort of science things he was doing at the yeah. time, the time that he was around, you know, the, the wars and stuff that was going on. And I got a, I've got a bit of an understanding as to who he was. Before yeah. I, went into, I had a feeling it would be a heavy film. Yeah. I didn't want to go in totally unarmed. So I yeah. Had to, yeah. Had to Me too, man. That. Me too. I just did kind of like a quick thing on like Wikipedia. Mm. I kind of just kind of get an idea, basic idea and everything. But I mean, um, so the movie, first things first, people need to know going into the movie, the movie's long. Like, you know, it's close to three hours. It's, you know, it's dense. There's a lot of, it's very wordy. And this is the thing, you know, like we got, um, you know, like we had, you know, Interstellar was a Mm. long movie as well. Right. And Mm. it deals with kind of complex kind of sub, you know, subject matter about science, about time travel and about kind of theory about, you know, uh, you know, how humanity is going off in this direction. But there was something about Interstellar, which was like, it, it still felt action. It still felt gripping. This movie is gripping, but in a, in a very, very different kind of way. It kind of just slowly, slowly, slowly kind of gets there and gets there and gets there. And then you'll kind of have to piece everything together. And yeah. for me, uh, I would just say for people thinking, oh, this is the director who brought us Batman trilogy, who brought us Interstellar, Inception. This is 
there are similar themes, but this is a different, definitely a different type of movie. I think it's kind of like a movie which is um, kind of like more on the emotional side. Like, you know, this guy, Robert Oppenheimer, he is considered to be the father of the atom bomb. He's the one who kind of led the Manhattan Project. And when people read up about this, if they want to go and read about this, there's this whole story, how we started off, you know, in university. He studied some time in England as well. And we, in this movie, it, it, it's, it's broken down, right, Devout, into three kind of parts where how he was in the beginning, like, you know, before the, the Manhattan Project, during the Manhattan Project, and then after the Manhattan Project. So Christopher Nolan, he does this thing with time. Have you noticed? All his movies have got this thing. Mm. Non-linear. He does this thing with time because he's playing around with time all the time. Like, you know, telling a story from different angles, different time uh, span and, and all that sort of stuff. And that's kind of like, you know, expected from Christopher Nolan movie. Um, Killian Murphy, who plays uh, Robert Oppenheimer, I think he's, mate, if you've seen, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Peaky Blinders. I've been a fan of him since since day one, right? But Peaky Blinders, this guy's brilliant. Uh, his face, he does go through this body transformation. And from the reading that I was doing, Oppenheimer, he just smoked. He ate very, very little and he smoked a lot. And when you look at Killian Murphy, you just think, holy shit, from the beginning of the movie, uh, and then by the end of the movie, he, you know, his face is all gaunt, the, the amount of weight that he's been lost and everything. And he kind of fits that role really, really well. Because you got to think about the amount of pressure this guy would have been on, right? To three years of working on this project, uh, delivering a bomb to the, to the army, to the American government. And then that would then go off and be, you know, they, they dropped that bomb on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So all this sort of stuff going on. So this story is about the man, Oppenheimer, and about the whole kind of turmoil, the, the what went on before, during, and after. And, um, and he's supported by, man, how many actors developed? Th this movie, how many people? You tell yeah, me. This movie had everybody in it. I mean, uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, yeah. got Matt Damon, you know, if you've got a Jason Bourne on the case, you know, you're going <laughs> to successful Florence Pugh yeah. uh, Emily Blunt uh, yep. Jack Wade from The Boys yes Rami Malek was there as well man I was like what's he, do he what's he, he doing part. Oscar no. winner with a bit part I'm like what yeah uh, you had uh, David Dashvantian can never pronounce yeah. his name but seen him in uh, Ant-Man films uh, who else did we have No Clark no something Clark Jason Clark J Josh, Hart J Josh Hartnett Josh Hartnett it's Oh, the Australian guy, yes, him as well. Yeah, uh, you had Gary Oldman playing the president, yes. President Truman, Casey yep. Affleck, which you know Matt Damon, uh, Matt Damon has to work with an Affleck. Well, exactly. So, <laughs> this is uh, he popped up and he wasn't. Yeah, that was all kind yeah. of like uh, so, so so many people, hosts of people, and remember mm -hmm. these people are playing real life people. So yeah. these are the people, uh, like you know, who were surrounding, who were surrounded. Um, you know, Oppenheimer. And this one, um, I just want to kind of um, remind everyone listening that this is, this, the movie's based on a book called American Prometheus. So this idea of Prometheus about, you know, it, you know, giving, Prometheus took the power of fire and gave it to the people. And, and for, for this, for that, he was kind of tortured for the rest of his life. And don't you reckon that Killian Murphy, Oppenheimer, he looks like a tortured soul, right? It, it is the torture. <laughs> but his face, you can see the, 
the the the, I don't know, the the weight of it all, the burden on his face, his skin after a while, it's just not. Obviously, he hasn't been using Jim while Jim Foy London. Jim Foy, right? exactly. No. He's not been using that. He's not using shea butter, uh, mate. He's yeah, not using nah, shea butter. Yeah. Um, so for me, the movie rests basically entirely on Killian Murphy's shoulders. Mm. It's basically, he sees everything. We see everything through him. We have these female characters. Now, uh, the movie's being criticised uh, because and Christopher Nolan's being criticised because of the way he portrays women in his movies, and you'll have to go back a, a while uh, to some right. of his movies. Yeah, because there's a lot of people level a criticism at him saying that women in Christopher Nolan movies they're always kind of um, uh, what, what's the word that I'm looking for? They, they, they went, went past the Bechdel test. Exactly, like you know, absolutely, <laughs> like you know, they're, they're, they're kind of always suffering. Yeah, the, the Bechdel test is a test where in a film, uh, if the woman is always, her motivation is to be with the man in a yes. relationship with the man or her conversations are about the man, yeah. that means that she doesn't, she doesn't pass the test. Yeah. If, passed, if the woman passed the test, the Bechdel test in a film, it's where her, her motivations and her actions and stuff are not concerning a man. I think yeah. that's what they're talking about, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And also, like, kind of the women in his movies, they're suffering. And in this movie, flipping out, they, they take suffering to the next level. Like, you know, obviously not without spoiling things away, but shit happens to the to the women in his life and everything. And there is suffering there because they, when he suffers, and I guess, like, you know, they suffer as well. But, um... Women's pew, man. She, she like, shocked me. She had a, her, 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 her knockers, sorry, her breasts out. She had... <laughs> Everything that else. Scene. Yeah, I was like, because I've never seen sex in a in a Christopher Nolan film. First time I don't think I've ever seen it. So I was like, he's just gone all out. Like she's just they're doing their thing. Even Killian Murphy was naked. Yeah. I was like, okay. And not only that, we see a sex scene with uh, um, Florence Pugh where they're doing it in f like it's it's her vision, right? Yeah. So it's in front of like all yeah. these people, it's and it's like. <laughs> exactly and it's like that's the way Chris Nolan like that's that's the way he does his sex scenes like when there's a Chris Nolan sex scene that's the way it is so you've got all these different things and I'll tell you what right Deval I'm not sure if you, you had the same experience but there were so many moments in the movie where I had to I really had to concentrate yes I I, re yes. I really really yeah. had to concentrate because I don't know over the last five years sound design or I don't know in Christopher Nolan movies, the sound is always loud. The sound is always loud, and sometimes it competes with the with the, with the vocals, with the Mate. dialogue. Sometimes and it I had to I had to sit forward. I had I was like, holy shit, what's going on over here? I had to I couldn't understand some of the shit that was going on. I had to really kind of figure out. So he's going over to this person. He's going to this person. There's Albert Einstein. There's this Strauss. Very there's choppy. this film was very choppy. <sighs> it's almost like a stir fry of a movie. You just throw in this, throw in that, throw in that. You just stir it, stir it, stir it. It's coming from all angles. You have to, you're like, you're right, concentrate with that as well as concentrate with the sound being high. Oh my the, gosh. It's things like everyone in the film. Do you know this, this film reminded me of a little bit? If you go to a big party, but not, so not a party, like a work event. Yeah. And there's groups of people talking, talking. And if you was to walk from one end of the room to the other, and gather bits of what groups of people are saying, by the end of the the, 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 the room, will you know what's going on? You've got to piece it together and think, okay, they mean that, they mean that. 
It's so true. Honestly, I I think it's confused. I'm going to sit here and lie to you and say, I understood it all. For me, the movie was like in three parts. You've got the beginning (laughs) part of uh, Oppenheimer's sort of, you know, school days and teaching and education and stuff like that, which wasn't the longest part. And then you had the parts sort of running up to towards making the bomb, mm. you know, and even even the parts before the bomb, you get yeah. little glimpses of the fusion or fission of yeah. the, the nuclear elements. The was it plutonium or something? The how yeah. that might actually work and the the, the energy, you know, uh, that's like generated from that. It was really clever how they used visuals and sound. Yes, that idea. Like, it yeah. came to the bomb and how they depicted the bomb and how it will go off and all mm. the precautions people had to take. And this is real life shit. Yeah. Wearing the glasses, lying down, facing the other way because mm. it can burn your eyes. And then the bomb happened. And then after that, it turned into big politics. Yeah, massive. Politics. I was like, what? it's just what? politics. Politics yeah. and politics. Like, and, and, and then the thing is, for me, I was like, shit, so this guy, he's like gone from the father of the atom bomb and then now he's, he's kind of slowly, slowly, or maybe trying to, be, you know, they become public enemy number one where mm. they're trying to pin so much on him because of his communist past or yeah. links to communism and, you know, is he a security threat? And when you watch the movie, you realise, like, you know, he, you know, he loses his security clearance and then, you know, he goes from being hated and then by the end of it, there's some kind of redemption. But for me, Deval, it was this kind of going through, right, okay, how are they going to tell, how are they going to condense uh, that whole period, right? You know, from the war, Hitler, the Soviets, you know, they're all kind of working on the bomb. And then how are they going to kind of figure this whole thing? One thing that I didn't realize and what they don't show in the movie, uh, he actually had little to do with the actual... Uh, making, making of, yes yeah he, he, he was a, he was the director he was an overseer exactly he wasn't the, the engineers they four thousand people were involved <gasps> all together in this town in los alamos or whatever it was yeah two billion dollars then now how much billion would That's that the be 40s. that'd be like 20 billion now yeah right, it's crazy and it took like two years to do it it's a big big bit of engineering yeah, yeah, yeah. Bombs, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's mad, but I think a lot of people now, and even Christopher Nolan, I saw an interview with him and mm. Brian Cox, physicist, musician. Yeah. And he was talking about how this isn't just about bombs and making bombs, but it's also about the, you know, just because you can doesn't, doesn't mean you should. You should. And it's yeah. about sort of, you know, that was, the, that was the thing then, the bombs and the war and stuff. But now, different kind of war. It's information. Mm. It's your your personality, your likeness. And he was saying that now it's like AI is almost that level of threat. Mm. Was, this was a threat that they made to try yeah. and put off the Nazis. Mm. And this, there's threats, there's threats out there now that come with artificial intelligence and, yeah. you know, information, computers, that is really, really like, it's a big threat. People just don't Massive. know it. And, you know, what could be this generation's version of the Manhattan Project? Mm, that'd be interesting and and here's the thing the um the nazis were you know when they were going to be kind of going to drop the bomb and everything Mm. by that time the nazis had kind of basically near enough surrendered they were america like the allies were going to win so then there's then there's that question was like do we need to drop the bomb and you know then it becomes this kind of arms race and like you know who's going to get the first the soviets the americans and you know all this sort of stuff that goes on and here's the thing devout i'm not sure whether or not did you get the did, did, did he regret it in the yes, end? 100% he did. 
definitely. Because because then at the at the end of it at the end of it it's like there's a final image. Do you remember the final final image? Mm. No. What he see? You know he has this conversation with Albert Einstein. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Right, and then he has this kind of, and we go back. We we, we Christopher Nolan revisits that. Yes, yeah. he revisits this conversation with Albert Einstein, and and like you know, and the fear for him was uh, maybe we've created a chain reaction, and mm. then the final image, which I'm not going to give away right now, you kind of see. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he yeah. says because because there was a fear that when they create the bomb, that it would cause a, a nuclear reaction in the atmosphere. Mm. And it will uh, create uh, the, the hydrogen, uh, you know, atoms to fuse in the atmosphere. Yeah. And the atmosphere, I think the atmosphere is like obviously 90, so it's 78% nitrogen, uh, 21% oxygen, and there's other sort of trace elements, boron, carbon dioxide, and Jeez. other stuff. But then there's like a small percentage of hydrogen as well in the atmosphere. Yeah. And they thought it could fuse that. But scientists obviously realized that there isn't enough I think it's less than one percent, even right. less, even less than that, of hydrogen in the atmosphere, and you'll need more. So it wasn't going to happen. But they said in the last conversation that that's not the worry about destroying the world mm. because they already have. In, yes. in, in in showing the world what's possible now. Yes. Get that fear. They have. This, the world now will never be the same. It's destroyed. Never be the same. Exactly. So we've got a bomb, H bomb, nuclear mm. weapons, and flipping. Who knows, mate? What's yeah. next? Hydrogen. Because yeah. I mean, a bomb in Nagasaki, Hiroshima, over a hundred thousand people died. Mm. Man, mm. people don't like. They don't talk about that. We no. talk about America talking about people having mass, weapons of mass destruction. So far, who have you seen with weapons of mass destruction? Mass destruction. Who exactly. has showed you weapons of mass destruction? Oh man, we've seen it. They've dropped yeah. bombs there uh, in, in uh, uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. That's weapons of mass destruction yeah, by anyone. Yeah, of course, no one else has done that on any population. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. We, we talk about people, the, the Americans saying, oh, "It's just I don't, I just all bombs, man. It's just, it's just mad." I know, man. I know. It's and mad, everyone's isn't it? Everyone's got them in their back pocket, you know. <laughs> Trust me, England's got, um... got them. That was yeah, then. And Imagine what they got now. What they can do now. The stockpiles, man. Who knows? Hey. And like, who knows what? Uh, it kind of made me think about like, uh, obviously, what secret projects. That was the Manhattan Project. Man, what projects are they working on now? Don't even. You won't sleep at night. Don't even <laughs> no, seriously. I know. Mate. I know. Mate, honestly, it's a, it's a mad. So listen, look. For me. Like I said before, uh, it, like you said, like chopping and changing and really mm. kind of sometimes dense and really hard to kind of follow. The acting is top notch. Killian Murphy, I reckon, he'll probably, he's definitely going to be Oscar nominated. Nom. Oscar, yeah. definitely should. Oscar nom. He should probably win it, maybe. Um, and, um, you know, Robert Downey Jr., this smarmy kind of sneaky mm. politician and everything, older looking as well. So you kind of got all these brilliant actors and everything. Now, is it for me it's a no it's a great movie and it gives you a slice of history but for me is it one of nolan's best movies no, no I, I don't think it is uh maybe you know the next person or the person listening to this might get more mileage out of it uh because there's a lot of flipping film in there um and trust that's, me that's, this is the version we saw imagine that unedited <laughs> imagine, version un maybe nothing a four hour 
It must, oh. be a, there must be a four-hour version in there somewhere, mate. Oh. Um, so listen, yeah. So go go into it knowing, you know, that you're going to get a dense movie. There, there's great special effects in there, Deval. Like that whole explosion. Mm, yeah. But that was that was kind of like great, really though. You know, when they show it. the explosion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really would you, yeah. So what would you give it? Yeah, I'd probably give it right now like a seven. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I will watch it again when it comes Me out too. on HBO Max. So... Yeah. Yeah, and we'll see we'll see how it fares like in the next six months to a year or whatever. Exactly. But uh yeah, so go out there, go check it out. That's Oppenheimer. Uh loads of buzz around it. And um yeah, let us know what you think. Get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is. Let us know if you've seen it and what do you think? Right, uh Deval, have you got time for a hidden gem? A quick minute, because I think it's just worth mentioning this hidden gem. Yes. Maybe it's not such a hidden gem, maybe it's a forgotten gem, but I just thought mm. I'd mention it. Uh, this is Sunshine, 2007. Yeah. Sunshine, 2007. Stars Killian Murphy again. Yep. Uh, Michelle Yao, Rose Byrne, Chris Evans, Captain America. Mm. It's got Cliff Curtis, the multifaceted Cliff Curtis. Benedict mm. Wong. It's got Hiro, uh, uh, Hiroyuki Tanada, mm. uh, who we've seen play uh, In, Scorpion, um, Mortal yes. Kombat, among other films. This Loads. is directed by Alex Garland, who gave us Ex Machina, who gave us mm. uh, what's that one in the in, in the forest with uh, Annihilation? Annihilation. This is a sci-fi film. Yeah, sci-fi film takes place in 2057. The Earth. Yeah. Because guess what? The Earth isn't doing so well. Yeah. <laughs> the sun. Earth ain't doing so well. The sun is actually dying. So the same sort of processes that we spoke about in making this bomb, this atomic bomb, with you know the the elements of the Basically, the universe yeah. being, you know, fused. That's the, the sun is doing that every second. The sun is fusing hydrogen, helium ele- elements, and is creating little blasts that give us sunshine. Mm-hmm. But the sun is dying in this yeah. film, and they've realised that they need to go out and kickstart the sun, give it a a kickstart for the sun to still live and give you know sunshine for the earth. Mm-hmm. So they send Killian Murphy and his team out in a sort of mission to send a bomb. <laughs> Killian yes. Murphy's all about bombs again. Bombs now. Send yeah. A special bomb they call the payload into the sun to explode and kickstart kick the sun again mm. so it can then keep shining. This is a great sci-fi film. Great. Good Go movie. check it out. Sunshine. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's one of those films people don't talk about, but no. it's deep. Go yes. watch it. Go really, watch really it. worth watching that one. Mm. And on that, they, they say about the sun, it is... It is that going to die? Everything's going to die. Yeah. yeah. So the sun's got another five billion years left, from what I, from what yes. I, I hear. Yeah. Uh, so by then, I'll let you know. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Know. We'll we'll keep an eye out for it. We'll keep an eye out for <laughs> it, and we'll let you know on the next podcast. Right. Listen, folks. Thank you for downloading this show. We hope you enjoyed it. Get in touch with us, like we said before, Twitter, Facebook, all that sort of stuff. Let us know what you're watching, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Yep. Peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast.